It's time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, it is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G, Paul Krasadke, your host. And with us as always, well, we've got the full roundtable with us this week. Andrew Molinaroli, how are you, mate? Very good, mate. How are you doing? Very well, very well indeed. Peter Hanscom with us as well. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, guys. It's good to be back, actually, after um, missing the show last week. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah, thank you. And Ryan MS with us as well, mate. A good uh, win for our boys finally. I think that was eight eight weeks or something uh, in between wins. Yeah, it was a long time. Hopefully it's not eight more weeks, but... Um... <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we should go into uh, what we learned this round. And I guess um, one of those big games, Ryan, the Cowboys really upsetting um, Canberra in those sub-zero temperatures. I mean, the Raiders were awful, but Michael Morgan, brilliant. Suddenly he's on potential at least watch list to see, is he going to take over that, that Thurston role? I mean, I know he doesn't goal kick, but that was pretty incredible. Yeah, absolutely. He was absolutely dominant in um, every facet, uh, like attacking, attacking wise. He was doing everything for them. Um, look, I think that he probably can take at least part of that mantle um, that that, that um, Thurston's left through injury. Um, so I think he's definitely a watch list candidate at this stage. Of course, Origin coming up, you've just got to see how that pans out afterwards, and then. Um, then you can probably strike from there if you need someone in that position. The halves has been a tough one to deal with all year. Second top 125, Pete Adam Reynolds. Um, we saw the class. It's been missing pretty much the entire 2017, but we saw it on Sunday. Yeah, well, he's always been a great player, essential to South success in, in past years. And I think he's now injury-free. And, yeah, he just played. He was outstanding. His kicking game was absolutely perfect. Uh, on the weekend, you know, some great tries there for Alex Johnson. And it was, yeah, his kicking game was just pinpoint and direction was great. It looked like he'd gone down with injury early but recovered. And, yeah, it was absolutely outstanding. If he stays fit, then, you know, good uh, good play for Souths uh, later in the year. And, you know, keep an eye on your bunnies' plays for Supercoach. Some good finishing by Curtis Scott. You'll be happy if you'd brought him in looking for that price rise. He ended up scoring 119, so he's just gone up over 100 grand. Uh, Alex Johnston, five try hero, 114. And then Sean Johnson, 111. Another half, Andrew, but someone that we've talked about a lot on the show as an out-and-out half-five-eighth keeper. Yeah, and like we've said, they have been a bit uh, thin, haven't they, the the halves? But, yeah, Sean Johnston is, you know, one of the first one picked every year. Um, get him in. He does have these. He does have the uh, the, the peaks and troughs. But yeah, luckily this this week was a it was a as a peak. And um, like I said, he's he's always he's always there and thereabouts. And, and sometimes you know he's a captaincy option. So um, yeah, got lucky this week. 111. It's good good score. A couple of Sharks players exploiting the Roosters' right edge defence. Ricky Latelli. Hopefully, if you own our app, especially if you play Moneyball, you would have been onto that one. Um, 100 points there, super coach wise. 99 for Wade Graham. Tommy Trevorovich back and 98. And Daly Cherry Evans, 95. Ryan, and there's another half going large. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one who's going to be fresh and uh, free of any origin inju- injuries. Um, 
who has been like killing it, to be honest, um, very dominant for the past at least five or six weeks. Um, and I think that'll continue for the rest of the way through. Um, so he's definitely another one that you might want to um, put the tick on. It'll be interesting to see, um, um, as well, 95 points, Anthony Don um, for the Titans, but Jared Hayne, um, you know, we're looking at that post-origin, which we'll talk about a bit later in the show, and Billy Slater, 93. So a lot of these guys coming back from origin and coming in to form. Let's move on to the injury report now for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, and uh, we'll start with Josh Hodgson. He missed the Raiders uh, game against the Cowboys. They did miss him down there in the nation's capital. Uh, apparently, he'll be assessed prior to the Raiders' match against the Dragons. Um, Pat's saying not much to go on, but usually this is a couple of weeks out minimum with a low-grade calf strain. So probably racing the clock for round 19, obviously, gets the week off with the bye this round. Probably couldn't have come at a better time for him. Uh, Ryan Hoffman, well, the Warriors, another one um, pulling out pre-game. And unfortunately for him, this is going to be um, a long um, rest on the sidelines. Um, uh, a broken metatarsal in his right foot. Um, it was a little sore following the captain's run. He had a stretch at the team hotel afterwards and heard a very distinctive snap. The scans last night, or the scans... It was done that night or the night after, and the current return date is five to six weeks. Pat saying six to eight weeks seems more than more likely. Pedro Buntiafoa is taking over that that role, and he's probably not really on your radar, super coach wise. But it will be interesting to see him getting eighty minutes, and at least from a money ball's perspective, you you're going to get a good good value there. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got something about him. If he, he just doesn't play enough minutes, does he at the moment? So you're right. If he starts playing a, a few more minutes, he's got you know a good, good straight run. He can, can break a tackle or two, and he can offload. So it's just about whether he gets gets the time. But yeah, he's a good. Uh, like I said, he's good with. If he got more minutes, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if he's if you're looking at him too too hard. But yeah, again, just maybe keeping an eye on because yeah, he's um he just needs to play more minutes. I think Albert Vetti and Nathaniel Roche also coming out of in, bad injuries there. Broken arm for Vette and Roach uh, hamstring. Well, of course, Isaac Luke also out. So next cab up, it's probably either Mason Lino or Adahingano there. Uh, Dean Farre, well, he's been. Um, sideline with a broken jaw. This one's interesting. Um, he's going to be out for up to four weeks, but um, Pat's saying four to six weeks, and then hope, hoping not to cop a knock on it. This opens the door. Tyrone Peachy being named. We'll get the teams in a moment, but Pat, uh, but Pete, sorry, Peachy's um, a guy we've seen in the past do very well. Super coach wise, Penrith, of course, have had both their buys already. This could be good value. Absolutely, yeah. He could be a very good pickup. Um, he's he's very consistent, but yeah, uh, like a few other players, he's, he just hasn't sort of been getting as many minutes this year. So, no, I think he'd be a very good value pickup. Um, you know, he's played in, in centres and in the forwards. So, yeah, it's um, it's a great, um, he'd be a very good one to pick up. I think as long as you, hopefully, Penrith play consistently, but he he seems to sort of overcome that as a pretty consistent player. So yeah, no, I think he'd be good. And Lewis Brown expected to be out for a couple of weeks with a knee injury. Not get a lot of information about this. Um, we know that the Eagles have signed Kalepi Tanganoa, who originally was with the Cowboys and then the Eels, um, as a mid-season transfer. Obviously, Curtis Sirin 
as already out with the pec injury we talked about last week. A couple of guys, Ryan, Jared Kennedy and Sean Lane, have been named um, to cover Brown and Sirenan's um, injuries. Lane's the interesting one, isn't he? Because we've seen him, when he played for the Bulldogs, do something super coach wise and now he's at 143600 and uh, playing on a round where you know, you, you're scraping the barrel for looking for guys to, to pluck in there. So that would be an interesting one, particularly if he gets good minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whether or not he gets good minutes is is really the um, the key. But, um, yeah, look, as we said, and as you said, sorry, it's he um, really did do a good supercoach job um, for the Dogs. Um, and they, I, I think that continued, they ran into the finals on the back of um, yeah, some good right. form that was that was his in, he was included in that in the thick of that, so um, he's definitely one to look at. Um, look, he could be one of those you know gamble things. It depends if you got if you got trades burning up your burning up your pocket, then um, maybe you maybe you're going to chuck him in there, get get a guy in there who's going to play this weekend, um, and then see what goes from there. Uh, at one forty three, it's a pretty good price. And the danger of the um, you know the auto emergency score perhaps. He sways your wave some of these cheapies, although you might be trying to convert and even get a nufty. But Lane looks like there's a there's a bit of value there if he goes well. You know, he, he won't be sort of scoring low, but if he doesn't, he'll be back out of the 17 and then just acting like a nufty. So there's a little bit of both there. If you're going to make two of your four trades this week, you might bring in for two mid-price players, bring in a out and out, you know, star and and Sean Lane, and see how you go. And that is the injury report for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Of course, uh, go visit Pat if you live in the Sydney region um, down in Coogee. You can call him 9665 uh, a Sydney number there, or go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, follow the links, and you can get a 20% discount as a Supercoach Pros listener. Well worth visiting Pat, not just sporting injuries, back and neck as well, his specialty. And... Uh, you know, we thank him very much each week. This very critical information that that we're getting uh, on these injuries. Um, let's move on now to an interesting topic, um, I guess, because we have reached that time of year, Andrew, where we're starting to really look at our run home, the Supercoach finals. If we're in overall, you know how we're going to sort of benefit post Origin. Um, how are you playing round 18, and 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 how much are you are you putting on uh, emphasis? Are you putting on this round, and how much are you looking forward? Yeah, it is a tricky. We touched on it a bit last week, didn't we? Because there's only really six teams that, that you can really pick from because Bulldogs and Newcastle, you don't really want to touch them this year, do you? So it is tricky. Um, it does depend on how many how many trades you've got left. So you want to be looking at the Penrith and the Manly players. Um, and surprisingly, the Roost, some of the Roosters players haven't been really you know, set in the world on fire either. So it, it is a, a, a bit um, tricky, you know. You, you need to get someone in like Nathan Brown. He, he needs to be in your team, like Sam Burt. Just they they need to be in your team, and and surprisingly, a fair few Manly players too. So I mean, someone like a Marty Tapao, I think, is a must-have going towards the end of the season. Um, yeah, so it's I think it's just waiting. It's just trying to get as many players on 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 the field you can this week, and then just waiting till next week because, like I said, there's there's pretty slim pickings this week. Um. Uh, other than, like I said, Penrith and Manly, I'd be trying to conserve some trades, especially after Origin. You just want to make sure there's, uh, you know, no big injuries, and then you can start, you know, bringing in your, your final, your final team. 
interesting with Tom Trevorovich, Andrew, because he's a guy, big score last week, you know, due to probably hit his bottom at the moment in his price, 4.22. I think he's going to go up in price. He's predicted to go up 10,000 next round, another, you know, close to 20 the week, the week after. So he's a guy that if you don't already own him, you know, it's a great week to bring him in against the Panthers. We saw, you know, what's guys like, especially Johnston, but Walker and Reynolds as well did to them. That's right. And, I mean, his, his last round averages, his last five round averages, 75, and that's included with, a you know, an injury in there. So a half a game due to an injury. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a gun. Um, has been all year. Um, get him in. Simple as that. Um, Ryan, what about yourself? Are you sort of discarding round 18 and just looking at post-origin? I mean, there's a guy, I think, of Andrew Fafita. I just think he's a guy who's primed for this time of year, post-origin. You know, he's probably not owned that significantly because he hasn't really been setting the world on absolute fire. But, you know, he had a pretty good score uh, on the weekend, even though... It was mainly played out wider, that game. Um, and he's probably a guy that, especially if New South Wales win, he could come back to Cronulla and, and really make hay. Yeah, absolutely he could. And he, to be honest, he probably will, um, given, uh, yeah, how, you know, you just you can see the, the better players at this time of year. We talk about it each year. This time of year, the better players start to um, really ramp up. Um, but as for me, this round... I've I've got around 13, maybe 14 players. Um, I'm going to stick with that. I'm if I make a, any trades, I'm only going to make one trade um, mm-hmm. because I'm planning on seeing how it all pans out after Origin and then um, trying to um, yeah work some magic in that way and um, finish very strongly. And Pete, in regards to head to head, sort of how many trades? Are you... Have you got left, or, or do you think it's acceptable at this stage? And and you know, I guess how's that sort of? I guess that's a big factor in in what you do this round. Well, someone like myself, I've got uh, well, you know, we've got four trades that we can do this round, um, and I've got a total of fifteen left. Um, I must admit that I'm a slightly short staff for this round. Um, I've only got eleven at the moment, so. I might look to pick up a couple, but I, I really agree with what the other guys have said, particularly what Andrew was saying about, the, you know, it's all very well to, you know, have a look at all four games this weekend, but, you know, realistically, there's a lot of players there that, you know, they're either going to make a couple of appearances or, as you say, they're playing for Newcastle or Canterbury and they're not going to uh, present a lot of value to you uh, for future. So I think um, that you've, with the origin and particularly this year, um, there's been, you know, some not necessarily significant injuries, but all the players have been saying what a, a heavy workload it's been and how fast these games have been and how hard and tough and so on. You're going to have players who, um, you know, after origin who might be rested, you know, the Broncos and, and Melbourne have been doing that particularly. Um, so I think that you need to just save a few for the post-origin period because you just never know. Like, you might have some guns there, but, um, you know, for origin, we talked about, uh, for example, like keeping someone like Matt Gillett, and then if he goes and gets injured in, uh, seriously injured in uh, in origin three, then you, you, you're you going to have to to trade him out. And, you know, if you, you burn a trade or something this weekend on, on this round, um, 
you know, I think I think you're better off waiting personally. Um, you know, there's a lot of I guess on the other foot on the flip side, there's a lot of people who might you might be thinking that, and if you just have a look at your opposition, see what they're doing. But you know, I think I'd be saving it for after Origin, and as as Ryan said, coming home strongly. Um, it is interesting, isn't it? Because I think we've been talking about it most of this Origin period about you know maybe round innings that are the round that you don't really go hard on. There are a few players. You know, we talked about Tyrone Peachy, potentially, Nathan Cleary, you know, that you might put question marks next to. And then there's the Tom Tabrovich as a Trent Merrins. Andrew, I like Apisai Coruscant. And Cameron McInnes has been a disappointment these rounds. Jake Friend's great, but he's got a round 19 by. Um, the whole Cameron Smith thing, you know, Brandon Smith getting injured. You might be stuck with him on your bench at the moment. Apisai Coruscant could solve a lot of those problems. Yeah, and he's playing 80 minutes. I mean, I, I like him. I, I think, um, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, made the move and got rid of Smith and then brought Coruscant in. He hasn't disappointed. He's been playing 80 minutes. Great in defence. He, he's good out of dummy half, and he, he set up a Tommy Turbo try. So, yeah, I, I like him. I mean, like you said, he's got no more buys, and Manly are playing well. You know, they're pushing for the finals berth, so there's no reason why he wouldn't be... Um, playing the minutes and he's a 5-8 option too which is um, a bit odd but yeah he's always he's pretty versatile in that way and um, I think Roosters players you know another hooker is Jake Friend that we said but he's playing so well with tackles but probably the other stats Ryan is is where he hasn't quite got it so I, I don't and I don't know if McGuinness is going to come back. I don't know where the Dragons are at right now. They're, they're in danger of really sliding quite significantly out of the top, not only top four, but top eight. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's very, very interesting um, what's going on there. Um, look, as we said last week, a lot of it is dependent on Widdop, and that's, you know, everyone's off the back of that. Um, and McInnes is the same. Um, he tends to have a good uh, he tends to have a decent game when um, Widdop does. Uh, but, yeah, as he is really, um, really has dropped off, um, much like um, the Dragons have. And it's a worry. If you've got him, then it's going to be hard to get rid of him. Um, but, geez, it's, it's tempting to um, swap him out for someone like um, Chorus Hours we were just talking about. We've got some good tweets and Facebook messages um, to talk about towards the end of the show. So we'll revisit this, but we'll get on to to the teams right now and the team changes. Um, Roosters v Souths, a bit of a local derby clash there. Obviously, Roosters missing quite a few players to origin. Um, Ferguson, um, Dylan Napa, Mitchell Pearce out there. Mitch Orbison goes to the centres, Joseph Manu to the wing. Um, Connor Watson into the halves. Aidan Guerra moves from lock to second row. Had Tedavana and Liu uh, come into the middle third, and then um, Tyler Cornish, uh, sorry, Mitch Cornish, and Lindsay Collins go on the bench along with Siosua Tokiaho back from injury, so that's a good one uh, for him returning at the right time. 
Uh, South Sydney one to seventeen. I mean, why would you change that lineup? Great win over Penrith. Uh, speaking of the Panthers, well, they've uh, forced to make a change with Dean Farre out injured. Uh, Mitch Rain is back at hooker, so Sione Katoa goes back to the bench, and Tyrone Peachy, as we said earlier, goes into the centres. We assume, even though he mainly plays on the left, we've seen lately he's playing a bit more right side and did fill in at right. So we're assuming that Blake will remain on the um, on the left, and Peachy will play on the right in that one. Manly, will they use, lose Jake Tabrovich to origin duties? Lewis Brown also out with that injury that we talked about earlier. Darcy Lussick is in at lock. Uh, Jared Kennedy get, wins the right edge position over Sean Lane, who goes on the bench with Cameron Cullen. Um, it'll be interesting there. We're going to really be looking at that. You've got to follow us on Twitter to make sure that you get those our, those um, late or last changes, the final team changes an hour before kickoff, because we think there could be some adjustments there. We mentioned Sean Lane before as a guy that could end up starting that one. Um, Melbourne v Parramatta, Hughes, uh, Jerome Hughes was excellent in that um, game in round 15. He comes in at fullback, Chase Blair back in the centres from injury, Riley Jacks 5'8", Brody Croft halfback, Nelson Asofa, Solomona front row and Slade Griffin hooker with Nate Miles coming on the bench, Billy Slater, Will Chambers, Cameron Munster, Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith all out to origin duties. Parramatta, well they've just swapped... Tepo Moroa starting on right edge. Kenny Edwards on the bench, although Moroa will move into the middle third when Edwards does take the field, as he has done the last few uh, weeks before um, Moroa's injury. The Bulldogs and the Knights, um, Brett Morris, David Klimmer, Josh Jackson all out for New South Wales. Kerrod Holland, the new winger, Sam Cassiano in the middle third. Raymond Fatala, Mariner, second row. And we're assuming he'll be on the left and Adam Elliott on the right, um, from, is it from what we've seen. Happened a couple of other times. Elliot has been out on the right. Um, Fatala Mariner plays exclusively on the left. Asapele Finney comes on the bench with Andy Saunders. Um, this will be interesting because Finney is a pretty much exclusive back rower, so maybe he'll take some time away from Fatala Mariner there. Um, Dane Gagai out for Newcastle, of course, playing for Queensland. Also, Ken Seo injured. Josh Starling also out. Luke Yates comes onto the bench. The new wing is a Chanel Matt Metalia. And uh, Brandon, Brendan Elliott back um, after missing last week. Uh, the big names for round 18, Angus Crichton leads the way from his teammate Sam Burgess there. They've been both going gangbusters for Souths, win, lose or draw. Um, the Roosters have got some good matchups themselves. Aidan Guerra, Daniel Tupo uh, right up there. Ryan Madison not far behind as well. Nathan Cleary for the Panthers along with Matt Moylan. Going to be guys to target. We saw how well Sean Johnson did last week against the Eagles. The halves generally do pretty well against Manly. Um, the Bulldogs, we mentioned for Tala Mariner. Um, that's based upon you know playing 80. Perhaps he gets a bit less. That might bring it down a bit. Certainly a good daily league option for Tala Mariner. Um, Tom Dubrovic, well, you know, he's all class. He's right up there. Then there's guys like Latrell Mitchell, Marty Tapao, Will Hopawati, Cody Walker, and Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who's been going very well indeed uh, for Newcastle playing 80 minutes. And we saw Jamie Brewer coming back from injury last week, but playing in the middle. So it looks like Fitzgibbon is going to remain on the edge. Uh, and finally, looking ahead to round 19, um, some big matchups there. Cowboys playing the Rabbitohs, Manly playing the Tigers, Sharks playing the Titans, Broncos playing the Knights and the Warriors and the Panthers. will take your pick. You could have all of them uh, on both sides, all the big names on both sides there. So some great matchups to look forward to next round as well in a round where there's four teams on by. So you'll still be struggling one more week to get a good uh, 17 on, on the park uh, next week as well. So watch for those matchups to try to cover some of that. 
And, of course, it's all done for the um, Supercoach Pros app, which you can find following the links on our website, either um, for Android or Apple. Um, www.supercoachpros.com will recommend it. Ryan, um, not just all the Supercoach stuff, of course. It's got the blogs up there, the Facebook and Twitter stuff, this very podcast, and, of course, the all-important Moneyball, if you play Moneyball. Once again, coming up Trump's uh, uh, <laughs> this week, especially on Super Saturday. That was the big one. Yeah, absolutely. Super Saturday was Super Saturday for some. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was uh, – look, I mean, each week we're saying – yeah, we did well. Um, you know, pays for itself. Um, you know, the thing is, it's if you you just got to have a just have a little bit of faith in it. You look at it. You make you make your selections based on the predictor, and honestly, more times than not, you come through. Um, and you know, it's it's just a really great tool to have for you know whether it's whether you just play straight out. Supercoach, or you do dabble for Moneyball as well. It is just a great tool to have. It's a good um, thing too, Andrew, for captain's choices, for when, you, when you're sort of tossing up between one player or another. And then sometimes when you might miss something, you know, there might be a particularly tough matchup you didn't really realise. And then you look at the predictor wise and, you know, such and such up at the top of this list and then kind of delve a bit deeper and realise that, you know, teams have generally shut down that position. It's brilliant. I mean, just having that that inside knowledge of um, knowing or predicting the, the you know one of the top scores of the, of the game, and and it's yeah really handy in that regard. It's it, it helped helped us out a lot during the year, and um, yeah, like Ryan said, there it's really good with the money ball too. Just trying to pick your, your best players, and it, it always comes in hand when um you know you got the inside track. That all-important H value, we really recommend um, using that if you play Moneyball. Um, you really finding out the best players to choose um, at the top price and also at those uh, value prices as well. It really does. It's a great little tool that brings those two together to give you that real optimum choice of, you know, some big names, no matter what they cost, you just need them in because otherwise you can't finish at the top of the Moneyball um, tree. And the H value helps you decide which of those big names that you're going to need, depending on what game you play. Let's move on to tweets and Facebook messages now. A couple of Facebook messages this week. We'll start with one from Michelle and Travis V. What's your thoughts on Merrin V to Pau? To Pau looks like he is getting reduced minutes and reverting back to his Tigers days. But Merrin is in a team outside the eight and went cold for a few weeks. Other options could be Bura, Barnett, Madison or Peachy, but none of them could be considered as keepers, could they? Um, Pete, I guess I'll start with you with the Merrin V to Power for starters. There's a bit to break down here, but um, which player do you like? I mean, they're both going to play every game now to the end, unless um, both Frizzell and Cordner are, somehow don't pass fitness tests because Merrin is potentially a backup there for New South Wales. That's right. Yeah, it creates a bit of a problem. Um, Personally, um, I said I like what Andrew said earlier in the show about uh, to power. I think he's, a, um, he's been a very good for Supercoach this year, um, manly and going strong. Um, and you know how he's going to be playing, uh, as you say, where the, the possibilities is that Merrin is not. Um, he's found a bit of form in recent weeks, but I still, um, I've still got a bit of a question mark over him for mine. Um, good player. He doesn't quite play the 80 minutes like he used to. Um, I would 
uh, potentially, um, I think I would go with uh, Tapao over Merrim um, at this stage, if you're, it's a 50-50 pick. Is there anyone else, Ryan? I mean, Bura, Barnett, Madison, Peachy, they're all a couple of rungs below, I think. Uh, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind having both these guys, but I'm probably only going to end up with Tapao myself. Yeah, I, I think that's probably how it's going to end up. Um, look, the only other guy you mentioned was uh, Peachy. Um, and you get to see if he's going to play um, in the centres for good um, with the Panthers for the rest of the year or if he's only going to you know, be a placeholder until Faray comes back. Yeah, well, Faray, um, Pat's so... saying Faray's out for at least a month, so I think you can safely say it's Peachy's role to lose, unless Jed Cartwright is, you know, we all like his ability, but he's been named on the 21 for a few weeks, so maybe somehow he gets a shot. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's so it's very difficult, and I think Tapao's probably um, the, you know, uh, I guess the king of those of, of those uh, selections there. Andrew Merrin and Peachy, you know, are closely tied to Penrith's performances. They've been a bit up and down. You know, it's an understatement. Are they, are they, can they go on a run, or do you think they're, they're over, you know, overestimated at this point? Oh, I think they have been a little bit all year. I mean, it's no, no secret that they're, they're not doing well, but I think they were a little bit overrated. They have been... They've had a pretty decent draw, too, so that they, they can't really complain about that. So... Um, just yeah, going back and, and and you know you did say it, it does or you know Merrin when they win they that he does you know pretty well and and Peachy hasn't been playing a lot of minutes so he he's he's down under three hundred thousand at the moment and you know he was in a lot of people's teams at the start of the year you know he was you know really earmarked as a potential um, keeper this year so I mean it, it it is a bit of a risk because you don't know what you're going to get with Penrith at the moment so. Um, but yeah, when he, when he's playing eighty minutes, he, he's worth a lot. Peach, he's he's a very good player. Interesting. Um, another question here on Facebook from Dean: um, Who do you recommend getting in for the home run with six trades left? In my forwards, I have Burgess, Fafita, Debellin, Brown, Gallon, Tomalolo, Harris, Fulmano, Masters in the backs: Munster, RTS, Crichton, Turbo. Rapana, Nofo, Leilua and Edwards. Oh, he hasn't mentioned his halves there, unfortunately, but you get a bit of an idea, I guess, um, Pete, from this. Two guys we just talked about, Tapao and Merrin, not on the list, um, but it's not, you know, it's looking pretty good. And only six trades, he's probably got to be pretty clever now how he uses it. Absolutely. Like as his team there is, is very, very strong right across the park. I think he's done, it sounds like he's done exceptionally well up to this point. Um, and I personally don't see too much wrong with it. I think he's in the position at the moment. I'm, I'm not sure how many players he's got for this weekend or what his, um, what his situation is in terms of his head-to-head or what he's trying to do this weekend. But I think um, it's like we were saying earlier in the show that uh, what could happen with Origin? I think I would wait until after Origin to see what happens. He, he doesn't want to burn a trade this weekend. I think I'd wait, um, give it another uh, week or two, and then have a look at his trades. Then I think that's he needs to be very, very careful, as you say, about how he uses them. I would be waiting. You've moved on from Leilua, Andrew. I moved on a while back. Is that a target to get rid of this round and try to? Yep. 
do something there. Yeah, yeah, he's just not producing as in, you know, I've come out publicly and said it, so he's going to produce this week. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you've got to move on. There, there are other options out the back. Um, I know he's still pretty well priced at 338, but I just think there's other people. I mean, just Curtis Scott alone, he, he, you know, he's probably not a keeper as yet, but, you know, like, he, he's just not producing. It's going to be way. hard with six you know, trades left, isn't it? He's really got to maximise it. But the guy like, you know, Tapao and Mera, maybe Fumano moves into the, the centres, or, you know, maybe you can have a shot at Peachy in for Leilu, whether you get a guy playing this round. Like, you've you got to somehow turn that into a keeper. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd be looking at trying to move him on a little bit, maybe even doing a little bit of a tricky tricky one just to get someone like a Munster in or someone. Like, yeah, just, you, you need to, yeah, I, I think he, he's done for the season, Lelua. Pat asks, uh, is Coruscant okay as cover for the buyers and then a 20th, as 20th man, think friend is better but need that coverage for round 19? Are there any other options at nine? Ryan, we talked about Coruscant a bit earlier in the show. Um, we like him. Is there anyone else? Um, is it really Coruscant or Bust if you want someone playing both 18 and 19? I think it is, to be perfectly honest. Um, looking at the other options, I don't think there's any... I really don't think there's any others, um, especially not um, ones of Coruscant's quality and especially of Coruscant's form. Of, yeah. of late. Um, he's, yeah, going, well, as we discussed, he's going very well. Um, and I just don't think that there is another real option that you can bring in that's really going to, um, that's really going to make any real difference to your side. Um, yeah, I'm really struggling to pick. I mean, the other guy you could pick maybe... Um, yeah. It's not a lot because maybe Daniel they, Cook, maybe I don't Cook know. hasn't been getting the is. minutes. You know, Rob yeah, Farah's been okay, um, but yeah, how can you trust him? Mitch Rain has well, he missed last week. He had been pretty good, but Peter Wallace due back any time now. Um, yeah, unless you can balance it out, unless you've got enough trades to you know bring Jake Friend yeah, and Lynch has been else. rubbish, and yeah, it's just... Danny Levi's not reliable. It's Coruscant or bust, I think. Yeah. Ben asks, as, as a Sharks fan, how can I reconcile having so many manly players in my team? Also, what are your thoughts on DCE and Morgan? Um, should I, do I dare throw that one to you, Andrew? <laughs> oh, go on. Um, I'll answer it because, you know what? At the start of the year, before a ball was even kicked, I thought, my God, I've got too many manly players in the team. So I, uh, I did some shuffling around, then I missed out on you know Dylan Walker and and I missed out at the start of the year with Siren and, and Marty Tapao. But, I mean, they're going well. You need to have good good teams or yeah. teams that are fighting for the eight in, right. in, your, in your squad. And, you know, it does it does translate a little bit. So it's, you know, it's a shock. You know, last year I had a lot of Sharks players in my um, lineup, and I wasn't happy about that. But, you know, uh, as they say, that you, you've got to... No roll. loyalty when it comes to supercar jump. with the punches. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah, I, I totally, I totally um, feel his pain. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got a couple of South, South players in my team. So, um, 
We love South. Well, if you're South, South listeners, we do love South players. But you got to love yes, the rivalries: New South Wales, Queensland. You know. That's right. Yeah, so, stay. yeah, um, yeah. Do it. Do it. you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Pete, Pete, we talked about Cherry Evans and Michael Morgan at the start of the show with what we learned, and here's Ben asking about our thoughts on on those two guys. Certainly, you know, perhaps watching another round or two, they could be guys worthy of um, being a keeper in the halves if they keep this up. Absolutely. Um, like we were saying um, at the beginning of the year, uh, Michael Morgan's form just seemed to be down. Um, then it was the game, I remember the game against the Bulldogs in Sydney and, and, and the Cowboys beat them reasonably easily and it was all off the back of Michael Morgan. He was outstanding. Uh, his points were good that night and you know he's been pretty consistent since and he stepped up on the big stage um, for State of Origin, of course, whereas um, Carl Daly's not getting selected for State of Origin for whatever reason. But either of them, you can't you can't lose with either of them. I think uh, both teams are heading towards the finals. They're going to be... Um, yeah, they're not going to win it because Melbourne's going to win it. But um, Manly and, and the Cowboys will fill spots in the finals, and I think that these two players will, will go very well for the rest of the year. Um, Sherry Evans would probably be the one that I would slightly favour. He's slightly more expensive, but I think that um, like he's just been in dynamic form lately. Uh, the Cowboys might be just you know um, just holding on at the moment. They've put together a couple of good wins. We see whether they can keep on doing it, whereas Manly just get the feeling they've got more improvement left in them. And, yeah, I think that Cherry Evans is going to be the bigger scorer. I think he's, he's going to have a better off. Um, the better score coming forward. So, yeah, I think it would be DCE for me. Super coach-wise, of course, you know, we're not so worried if they're going to make the finals or not as long as they're battling for the finals. And we know these two teams will be in it, in it up to their ears. And, um, you know, I think in that sense, definitely safe. That does it for the show. Another week done, round 18 uh, coming up. It's going to be an interesting one, I think. You know, Ryan, you said earlier about mo- potentially of moving uh, up the leaderboard this one so certainly it's going to be an interesting round from that perspective and then of course we've got Origin next week yeah should be a ripper alright well thanks we'll talk to you next week Andrew we'll talk to you as well next week on the eve of Origin we'll be back to our Tuesday night of course next week yeah uh, can't wait to, to uh, delve into the Origin too and Pete thank you very much glad to hear you're, you're all better and, and have you back with us this week and uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday yeah, it's good fun, and yeah, me too. Looking forward to Origin. It should be um, it'll be a cracker of a game. It'll be interesting to see the impact on Supercoach as well. And I am Pauly G. Hawkeshead with you as always, of course, on the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Supercoach Pros, and download that app. Follow our links www.supercoachpros.com and get the app. Bye for now. <laughs>